Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Week one of the new monologue style ambridge. It was a cross between an Alan Bennett internal monologue, talking herds, and a sort of stream of consciousness narrative like Ulysses with silage clamps. We began the lockdown with David. Brave choice. He adopted the same tone of voice the late Ronnie Barker used to use in open all hours. It's been a funny old day, Lord. Apparently, he'd had a socially distanced row with Josh and was cooling off by worrying about the sheep and some lasagna. I couldn't quite figure out the lasagna link, but then we've all gone a bit potty since this nonsense started and David was way ahead of most of us on the loony flunt already, to be honest. So... Let's have a recap on where we are in this strange new world. Susan seems to have organised a crack troop of delivery drivers, the Flying Tabards, who are delivering supplies to the vulnerable. Quite why the vulnerable should be expected to live on yoghurt, overpriced chocolates and copies of the Borchester Echo, which is all the shop seems to sell, is beyond me. But maybe they can supplement it with the odd bit of veg from Bridge Farm. Milk tray and leek smoothie or something. This made David feel a little guilty. I'd like to help more. But I can't, because I'm not very good at helping people whose surname is not Archer, he mused. So, he took his mind off it by thinking about the frequency with which his mother has been having Skype sex with Leonard. Move your camera, Leonard, I've just got a screen full of your anti-Macassa. The sound effects people were having a riot. There were lots of chickens, grinding gears and people driving by. And we had to guess who it was before David did. Ooh, was that Krusty driving back to Breechcroft? Or was it Rex? We don't care, David. We can't bloody see them. The forage harvester is broken. Josh fiddled with it and a bit came off in his hand. While he was waiting for someone to come along and rescue him and it, he got a text message to say Adam had more work for him, but only if he had a spray licence. I wish some of the men in my house had a spray licence. We get through Domestos like you wouldn't believe. However, back in David's head, he revealed that Ben is dead set on university and was clearly astonished that he should want to get away from Brookfield. Well, he definitely should go as he's done such a good job training a sheepdog, he said comfortably. Eh? I went to university and I don't remember being asked to train a sheepdog once. They didn't focus on sheepdog training experience at all. It seemed to focus more on A-levels, but it is only Felpersham, so they'll probably take a B-tech in chewing. We return to the age-old theme of the younger generation versus older generation. David said even his time in Holland had been about bringing back skills to improve Brookfield. Unfortunately, he couldn't remember any of them by the time he got home, apart from how to skin up in a high wind. Tracy began a vlog directed at the cricket team, although it seemed to focus rather more on how Emma was handling Ed's googlies in their bijou mobile home et than cricket. And she fibbed wildly 
and said it was the first time she'd done a video, which is obviously untrue for anyone who remembers her startling performance in Debbie Does Darrington and the historical romance Maid Marian and Robin Hood. Harassment is, of course, the only person for whom life is relatively unchanged under lockdown. He's never caught a thing in his life, so why should coronavirus be any different? So, there he is, chatting away to Chris Carter on his mobile phone about the cricket team and how many sultanas he got with his bran flakes that morning when he mentioned in passing that he happened to be on a stakeout. He's on a bloody stakeout, nattering away. He then had the cheek to say that he'd been commended for professionalism. This is a man whose most challenging work situations so far have been arresting his own father-in-law, a man so off his head on bread and cannabis he can't move, and a woman who'd kidnapped a llama while pissed. Bloody hell, it's like line of duty. More cricket news in. Tracy was described by Josh as being like a frog in a bin bag. I don't even know what that means. Jumpy in a peculiar situation. Keen to get out. What? Uh, Tom asked for a bowling machine. Actually, that was Natasha's suggestion. It's the only thing you can buy that she hasn't got. And Tracy Glibly said yes, as the team is now being sponsored by Mince Casey. Their new slogan is Ambridge Cricket, always delivering a good innards. David's decided he might become a rock star. Well, it's an obvious thing to go for in lockdown, isn't it? He said people are still listening to the Stones, so why not me? But David, the Rolling Stones have a bit of a track record. They haven't been buggering about with barbed wire and mastitis for the last 30 years. Well, Keith Richards might have been, I suppose. But I suppose David's seen Jolene do it. David Archer putting the quo into milk quotas. Like Jolene putting the... What could Jolene put into country? Anyway, we ended the week in suitably contemplative fashion. Ten minutes listening to Josh browsing the internet looking for tractor parts. Then we looked at some wilted grass with David. I'll leave it with Ronnie Barker again. It's been a funny old week, Lord. The end. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.